1: Welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. Today, joining us is Rohit Agarwal, co-founder of Sora. Rohit, thanks so much for joining us.
0: No, thanks for having me. Excited to be here and uh, appreciate the time.
1: Yeah, and so Sora's doing some some interesting things in the finance field. You guys have developed a couple of a couple of tools to help families, in particular, uh, obtain personalized rates for mortgage, auto, student loans, things like that. Tell us a bit, you know, about Sora in uh, in your own words.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so we started Sora a little over a year and a half ago, about in November of two thousand twenty twenty one, uh, with the mission that holds true today. And our mission is to give everyone their lowest possible cost of debt. Um, you know, we we think debt in general for most Americans, Americans have seventeen trillion dollars in consumer debt. Uh, the bulk of that on home, but you also hear a lot in the headlines the rest around student, auto. Personal and credit card on that seventeen trillion dollar number that continues to grow, and we think you know the vast majority of Americans uh, are paying too much on their debt. They don't have the lowest possible cost of debt, and that's typically because they either don't get a the best deal available to them uh, when they're taking out a new loan, or they're not proactive and don't refinance or consolidate when it makes sense to. Uh, and that's because it's difficult to understand. It's hard to compare a lot of lenders and get personalized rates. And then it's hard, you know, to actually execute when you can't act. And that's something Sora is always trying to do. And, and I think a good way of thinking about us is the uh, the betterment our wealth front for debt, kind of a, a robo-advisor that's there to make sure that money, your hard-earned money is staying with you and not going to to lenders uh, in excess interest.
1: Right. And you kind of touched on this, but what are some kind of the most common financial mistakes that people make uh, in this context? and? And how do you think, you know, Sora can help them avoid them?
0: Yeah, for sure. And and I think it's a good question on on this, how people make mistakes on this. And and it's surprising. I think it cuts across uh, wide ranges of financial literacy uh, in terms of folks that are, we we go to market through kind of more of a up end segment of the market. We go to clients and financial advisors who are trying to optimize their debt. We also sell to employers as a to c motion where employees can use Sora as a financial benefit. Uh, to make sure they're not spending too much on their debt and to optimize their debt, I, I think the number one reason across it is people don't scan enough lenders because it's time consuming. And as soon as you put in a lead form in Lending Tree or, or Nerd Wallet or Credit Karma, you all of a sudden now get a thousand phone calls and get spammed to death. And so I think the biggest pain point is actually, you know, if you and I on any given day take home loans, for example, there's about a 85 basis point spread between the, the best deal you can get. And the worst deal, That eighty five basis points on a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage or five hundred thousand dollar mortgage is really significant over the life of the loan. And I think the the main reason to get back to that why why folks don't get that optimized or even in the top quartile rate uh, is just how painful it is to scan the lenders uh, yeah. and get the rate that makes sense for them. It's a no and to know they're getting the best rate. And then a lot of times people just rely on whether it's mortgage broker or friend or word of mouth that isn't often saying hey for my profile. What's the best deal? Right. I think the, the second thing is it's it's a very difficult process at many times executing a loan. And so we're trying to really provide this white glove service along with our, our technology uh, to make that process of executing either a new loan or a refinance uh, much more seamless.
1: Oh, yeah. It does seem like it would have a huge impact if people are in the market and they don't know exactly what the best fit is for them and then, mm-hmm. you know, packaging that 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 loan or whatever it is in a way that's gonna, you know, be seamless. Those seem like two pretty big factors that, you know, help achieve the the goal that Sora is 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 setting out to uh, to achieve. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. And then I think with another big part of what we, we focus on is your existing debt. You know, of that 17 trillion dollars for you know most people, do you have a, a home loan, an auto loan, credit card debt, personal loan? I think the other big thing we're trying to do is, you know, we think for your existing debt, there's a lot of good um point solutions out there. So we uh-huh. say, hey, I want to refinance my student loans, either whether it's SoFi or, or Earnest or, or Splash, uh, you know, for auto, maybe I'll go to Caribou or my my local credit union to refinance. What we want to do is be a hub. So we have a view into all, all of your debt, a live look into all of your debt, you know, whatever type of debt it is. And we're constantly saying, hey, is there a way to optimize this? Can we have a refinance it? Or you know what? We just noticed you're carrying a credit card balance month to month but you also own your home. Why don't we take out a HELOC at a much lower rate around Prime and pay off that credit card debt that's a 20%? So I think the other big thing we're trying to do is be an always-on monitor of your existing debt, but right. only alert you when we have a personalized suggestion that we can help execute that will actually save you money, not just trying to get you to transact for the sake of transacting, because that's how a lot of these business models are set up. Right, right. So
1: not only identifying the problem, but having an actionable solution that you know, users can implement right away. For sure. That's great. That's great. And, you know, technology. How yep. has technology and innovation kind of, you know, transformed the industry as a whole and and what kind of impact do you think it's having on consumers uh these days?
0: Yeah, for sure. So I don't think our company would really have been able what we're trying to do, the betterment for debt or robo advisor on, on debt. Would have really been possible probably five, 10 years ago, Um, wow. because what we what we have now is ability through various APIs or just through where technology has matured. We can we have the ability now to say hey we know enough about you on an ongoing basis. If we really know, is we know your credit score, your debt to income ratio, your profession, etc. So enough of the information to get you personalized rates from lenders uh, on the back end because of all these APIs that have been built in, now it is much easier for us to get those rates from lenders that are saying, hey, for this credit score and this debt-take ratio, we're willing to offer you a 6.25% 30-year fixed on your mortgage uh, and make it much more seamless to compare. So what we're doing, with technology has allowed, at least on the lending side and what we're trying to build, is made it much easier to essentially take out the excess cost that really the consumer bears at the end of the day. And we've it's much easier, essentially, through technology to, to lower are uh, to get the best deal and be proactive for an end consumer and lower their overall cost of debt i think the the other thing where technology is even nascent in the lending side but but growing is it still takes way too many days to close a loan particularly on home i think the average is still 30 plus days i think technology is going to be key in reducing that you know from the time you say i want this mortgage to the time the money actually um is dispersed I think there's a lot of room for technology there to improve. And I think COVID even influenced that a bit in terms of digital appraisals and other parts of the, the home buying process. I think eventually, you know, where, where, where I think about technology overall, it'd be hard not to say what is the role of AI and chat GPT when it comes to, to debt and debt optimization. And I think that's something we're, we're thinking through right now. And in particular, I think it's where we can get more of a, uh, we can get more of a, um, personalized view to the to the end consumer so they could chat with someone and I think partic- right now going to look into Bard a little bit more because of its live look into the Internet versus chat GPT. But then that, does that enable us with our end consumers to provide essentially use the the AI ability to provide personalized recommendations? As if you're speaking with a human, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think will help on the execution side. So it's obviously something we're we're thinking about right now.
1: It kind of leads me into this next question I wanted to ask you. um, What are some of the trends that you're seeing in the finance industry as a whole these days? You touched on a couple of them, but any other things you can elaborate on just in terms of the trends that you're seeing uh, these days?
0: Yeah. So when you think about finance, so, so I would take it as like, you know, we spend a lot of our time when you think about debt on the personal finance side. So that obviously, I think the, the macro trend has been a lot around what is the Fed doing and how do interest rates influence, uh, you know, demand or consumer yeah. demand. Yeah. I, and so I think that's a, the, the rates is probably the number one macro trend. I think right now, obviously there's a debate on the, on the debt ceiling, which, you know, we believe and I believe it will get figured out, even though it'll probably go up to the, the 11th hour. I think for us, one macro trend that we really believe in when it comes to personal finance is this idea of autonomous finance. So I think we're still early on it, even though you've had some players do it where essentially finance becomes self-driving for an individual. I I think a trend that's gonna they're gonna happen over time is uh Money comes into someone's checking account. That money is then automated in terms of this goes to pay my bills. This goes into my emergency fund. This goes into savings. This goes into my retirement planning. Uh, I think this idea of autonomous finance is a big trend that's uh, early on. Uh, that's early on, and I think it'll end up making Americans a lot better off because, in, in terms of where they are, if you look at where they are from their net worth today to 20 years from now, uh, with this kind of self-driving finance as a as a macro theme. You know another another theme we're we're seeing a lot of is just on a personal finance side is the amount of Americans ninety percent of Americans have locked in a mortgage rate below four percent and and what that's doing is uh, they've also accrued a lot of equity in their homes what what that is doing is making it it's stunting the housing market because no one wants to move because they don't want to give up their mortgage with a a higher mortgage so I think that's a a trend that we'll see how that how that plays out um, and then you know the other trend we we've, we've seen. A bit on uh, when we look at what our, our customers are doing is we have seen an increase in credit card debt, uh and I think that is mainly due to the the pains of inflation. And so people still looking to to pay for you know their everyday goods and services are are using more uh credit card debt uh, to fund that.
1: Right, right. Mm, definitely sounds like mm-hmm. you have a, a strong pulse on where the industry was, where it is now, and and where it should be. Tell us a bit about your story. How did you get into, you know, building this company? Is finance something you've always been interested in? Is it something that you know was kind of near and dear to your heart? How did you, um, how did you start Sora?
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. So I think my, my background's been a bit all, but uh, tried a different a bunch of different things. I'd say you know after after college, I did an invest in banking. Then I did a complete 180 and did teach for America. Taught, taught high school, uh, in the twelfth grade in in Harlem, New York. And I think that experience got me more focused on education as a path to to economic mobility. Mm -hmm. And so I spent after grad school five years at McKinsey, which was really focused on uh, education work and and public sector work. But as I kept in touch with my former students, uh, as I got deeper into kind of education as a path to mobility, I got really obsessed with or into the idea of financial literacy. In just personal finance, because every, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to for people is how do I optimize the amount of money I have and or make more money is number one stress right. for, 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 for most people. Uh, so I got really into personal finance. Uh, and I took a job at, uh, Kiva, the micro lender. We were taking, you know, we were making micro loans, crowdfunded loans. Uh, we also did have an interest bearing product to, uh, um, I was, you know, running our U S program. So. What are the loans we're doing here domestically in the United States? And that's where I got deeper into this idea that debt is a huge cause of stress and it is really poorly optimized for people. And so that's where, you know, my co-founder and I, and uh, we worked with, uh, you know, an incubator endurance. Really went deep into, is there something here around this betterment for debt? Uh, in the summer of 2021. And then at that point, Siddhartha and I said, Hey, you know, we really think there is something here. Um, and you know, press go and incorporated the month, the company in November of 2021. And I think now since we started the company, we believe even more in that thesis, even though rates have increased a, a dramatic amount. So there's not as much refinancing opportunities, but we still believe that debt is poorly optimized. And how can we be, you know, our dream is. How do we get every American that has debt on our platform on and someday? Right now, you know, we think a lot about our go-to-market motion cost per acquisition, but that's still the end goal is saving Americans money on their debt. Wow, that's
1: that's such a you know, it seems like a bigger problem and people care to admit, you know, somebody who's not in finance. I think about some of the debt my family and I have, and Mm -hmm. there's nothing optimized about it. It just seems like it's a war. It's us versus them. But you guys are the educational aspect, how you were a teacher, eleventh, twelfth grade, in, in Harlem, combining that with your expertise in finance seems like just such a good mix for what you're doing. What are some some challenges that you've you know overcome over the years, whether short or long term? I mean, you've obviously built, built a successful company. You guys have has, have raised some fundings. You guys have a, yeah. a quite you know quite a bit of momentum. What are some challenges yeah.
0: you've overcome over the years? Yeah, good question. I think you know. I'd say the hardest challenge right now is just trying to run a startup with two young kids.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. I, you know, my daughters are four and almost two and it is, uh, you know, it is all consuming. Right. So I think that's, uh, that's just a thing. My wife and I, you know, she works full time as well at Johnson and Johnson, just trying to make it all work um, wow. is a, is a challenge for sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd say what gets me motivated though is I, from a perspective i've had a a lot of opportunity here in the united states and i think my my parents are the ones immigrating from india who went through uh an insane amount of challenges and Mm -hmm. i think that that perspective keeps me grounded and focused that it's a blessing to even have you know been able to raise money for a business to be on the on the field and see if we can make it successful uh, by staying focused on our mission
1: right and and what um what does keep you focused? I mean, I know it's difficult, two daughters, a business, you know, things are changing so quickly. What um, What keeps you going, man?
0: Yeah, great question. I, honestly, it's, and this sounds cliche, but I think it's from the experience, whether it was in Teach for America or when I, it's around helping people. And I think in the end day, if Sora is successful, we'll do a lot in terms of helping people. And I, I am a big believer that most people uh, particularly low to moderate income Americans. Uh, and I hope sort of grows to serve that clientele more in the future versus the way we go to market. Now um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do think finance finances is the number one stress source of anxiety and stress. So can we help alleviate that uh, by saying, Hey, your debt is taken care of. Your debt will always be optimized every, you know, you're not spending more to a lender uh, than you need to be.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's so noble. And also, it almost seems like the the industry as a whole is designed to be complex. So people kind of just mm-hmm. throw their hands in the air and just say, all right, well, whatever this institution says goes. But, you know, you guys are kind of going against the grain here, educating people, not only finding the problems, but giving them the solutions. That's great. Can you maybe highlight maybe a success or two, maybe some user stories, just, just some successes that you've seen, you know, as you guys have implemented Sora into, um, you know, someone's life, just uh, a success that comes to mind?
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, we do a good job, I think, of, of tracking this because this is what helps, you know, we try to thrive that into our ethos, you know, uh, of a company constantly talking about here's someone we acted for where we got them into a better spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll take take one kind of person right now. Uh, I'll only use a, a first name, but, but Catherine, you know, out of nursing school, trying to figure out what to do with their student loans. And trying to think through, you know, a lot that's out there on your student loans, whether, you you know, she'll go into nursing. So, Dutchie, will I qualify for public service loan forgiveness? Um, and what does that look like over 10 years? What does my monthly payment look like right now when the clock is going to start ticking? Uh, if forgiveness doesn't go through and payments begin, uh, Three, what is a real helping? That, you know, we drive a lot of budget. What is a budget that in our software does this that could work? Here's my income. How much could I be servicing on my student loans? And what does that mean for my housing living in, in California? And, and I think we got to a good solution and have actually executed with one of our lender partners, uh, you know, a, a refinance into a, a, a monthly payment that was feasible and the lowest rate possible based on the monthly payment she felt like she could afford. And then I think, uh, I, I think that is a, uh, you know, something that gets us motivated. We really helped this person coming out. Um, you know, I think another one is a retired couple that we just helped in, in Texas. You know, they've, uh, they're retired. They've paid off their home, but have, have built up some credit card debt. And so we helped them out and said, Hey, this is, you know, we're scanning our lender partners and, and as a mortgage broker, uh, why don't, we'll do a cash out refinance in the low 6% that is much lower than your credit card debt. Uh, and that you'll be able to service this much easier with your social security payments is as, as another customer our end client that we helped out uh, last week. So that's what that's what keeps us going in terms of knowing, knowing that we're getting them the best deal on, on their personalized situation. They have a combination of our, our technology that's driving our ability to, to execute. This.
1: And it's such a big difference between like predatory and profit based as opposed to actually trying to be helpful. You know, it's it's great, man. We'll be rooting for you. How can our listeners and viewers support? Can they, you know, just sign up with, with what you guys are doing? Like, how can how can people support?
0: Yeah. So, so right now, we, we mainly sell on a, on a B2B to see motion through advisors yeah. and employers. So if yeah. your employers are interested in Sora, you know, send us an email on our website or email me at rohit at sorafinance.com and we'd love yeah. to get Sora set up uh, as an employee benefit. Uh, the other way, you know, if your listeners want to give want to give Sora a try um they can go on and sign up going to sort backslash friends hyphen family uh-huh. and i can put that in the, in the chat here so yep we'll put that out we can optimize their debt mm-hmm.
1: Got it that's great yeah we'll put this in the description as well as the a link to your linkedin obviously a link to your site um you know we can include sure. your email but thank you man it seems like man it's it's you're going up against goliath but you guys have the tools <laughs> to take down goliath and obviously the the wherewithal you know and the intention of being helpful as opposed to uh it's predatory so it's it's great to see what you guys are doing and 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 you know just inspiring that you guys do have the success you have and and we'll be looking out and rooting for you man
0: uh, i really appreciate it and i appreciate the time and helping us get the, the word out on sora <laughs> absolutely
1: rohit agarwal of sora co-founder thanks again, and. We will be rooting for you, Matt. Thank you. Right. Bye bye. Bye.